hello. Thank you for tuning in to the Change After 40 podcast. I am Aimeesha Graham, your host of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This month is Women's History Month. And so tonight we have a special guest on the show um, talking about healthy eating. Um, Her name is Aisha Walden, and she's a certified dietitian and diabetes um, nutritionist. And she's going to be giving us some good tips on um, eating healthy and planning, um, creating um, healthy meal plans for us. So if you're interested in getting some information from her, you can find the information in the detail box of the podcast. I will post her information on my social media, the Change After 40 podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. We have new episodes weekly, every Friday at 8 p.m. And we also do Self-Care Sunday, where you can go on to any of the platforms, the Change After 40 platforms, platform, and find our um, self-care Sunday um, posts pertaining to self-care. Thank you. Once again, I am Aimeesha Graham, the host of the Change After 40 podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And also, please share, like our posts. Um, You can leave um, comments. You can rate us on Apple Podcasts. If you go down to the review section and when it asks you to leave a review, you can rate the podcast, rate the episode. Totally appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good one. Hello, thank you for tuning in for the Change After 40 podcast. I am Aisha Graham, and today we have a special guest with us today um, talking about healthy eating. We have Miss Asia uh, Walden with us today, and um, thank you for being on the Change After 40 podcast. Um, introduce yourself, give a little bit about your background. Hi, thank you for having me. I really appreciate the offer to be on the podcast. I am Asia Walden, as uh, Aimeesha mentioned, and um, I am originally from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, but currently living and practicing in Columbus, Ohio. Um, wow. I'm a registered dietitian, and I'm a certified diabetes educator, and I have uh, been doing this work. Really, I've been in the field of nutrition for about 12 years, but I've been working as a dietitian for the last six years. Um, And a lot of what I do with patients who have diabetes stems from just strong family history of diabetes, which kind of led me in that direction to help other people who, you know, struggle with that condition, but just wanted to, you know, do better, you know, essentially as a community, Um, as a black dietitian, it's pretty obvious obvious within our profession that there's not a lot of um, dietitians that look like us. And knowing some of the health struggles that people of color deal with, it's always mm-hmm. nice for them to have, you know, somebody that they can come to. Yes, yes, yes. And um, with trying to eat healthy and then being diabetic or having different health um, problems, it's kind of hard, you know, mm-hmm. and um, trying to balance that balance, I guess, would be balance your, the proper foods to eat. Right. Like, you know, for me, I'm going to, um, 
talk about, you know, I have a thyroid issue. Mm-hmm. And just recently, I didn't realize a lot of food that I eat, um, I guess it would, I guess you would say like flare up the, the thyroid, make it like um to where it causes you to you know have problems with swallowing and um swelling and I didn't realize how much like how um the thyroid plays a big part of your everything from like head to toe. Mm-hmm. So trying to find that balance <clears throat> diet plan I wouldn't say diet plan healthy eating plan mm-hmm. because dieting is like for a short period of time healthy eating you want to be able to do that for a long period of time exactly. so you know as you get older like 40 you know things starts to change and mm-hmm. um the things that you used to can eat like I used to love hot wings but mm-hmm. I noticed like it doesn't agree with me anymore so you know I have to try to change up and so um, when someone is diabetic mm-hmm. and they're taking their medication, how do you plan the <clears throat> their meal prep for them? I guess not meal prep, but like um, how, how, how does it work? How do it work, I should mm-hmm. say? So typically when clients come to me, um, you know, I kind of go into it trying to figure out what their day-to-day life looks like, you know, um, and sometimes that makes people kind of leery because they're like, why is she asking me all these questions that don't have anything to do with food? But it kind of matters to me, like, when you wake up, do you have kids? Are you doing the shopping? You know, what's your food budget? You know, do Mm -hmm. you exercise? You know, how does food even fit into your day? You know, those are the types of things that I'm trying to figure out so that when I'm giving recommendations, I'm not only thinking about the fact that you have diabetes or you have a thyroid issue or whatever it is that you're dealing with, but um, how do I make this feasible for you to do? And mm-hmm. I think that's that's the, the place where some dietitians, they don't really think that far ahead. It's kind of like, oh, you have diabetes, do this. Um, and then the person's leaving with a plan that doesn't really work for them and their life and their schedule. Yeah. Um, so everything for me is individualized to like how food fits into that person's day but also like what they like and what they don't like. <laughs> wow, that that makes sense then because um how how you sleep, I guess how your sleeping pattern is, um how what's your family dynamic plays a big part of it. Are you exercising? Mm-hmm. So that will would play a big part of how you're eating and in the type of foods that you're eating. So, wow. Okay. So like for me, I, I'm on the go all the time. Like my schedule starts at like five o'clock in the morning and I'm normally out of the house by 545. And then I'm not back until later in the afternoon, sometimes not late into the evening. So it's like a busy, like constant busy. busy. So, you know, my <clears throat> food um, planning is horrible. Sometimes I try to get on track of eating healthy and doing things, but it's just, and my sleeping, so therefore, therefore, I have poor dieting issues. So, you know, what would you recommend someone to do? Like how, if someone wants to use your service and and talk about your service, your business that you offer Mm -hmm. for people that, that is interested or maybe, or they know someone that's interested in to, you know, getting your service? 
So um, for me, well, right now, um, I'm only licensed to practice in Ohio. I want to make that clear because for dietitians, we are licensed state by state. Oh, um, yeah, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I thought like if you're, I guess it would, that makes sense because you, you, you're licensed and so your license has to be registered for what state you're in. So, oh, wow. Okay. Right. We do have the ability to get licensed across state lines. Essentially, whatever patient that we're consulting, we have to have a license in the state that they live in. So I could live in Ohio, get licensed to practice in Ohio. And because of telehealth or in Florida, rather, um, because of telehealth, I could see patients via telehealth in Florida if I had a license there, um, which is actually something that I'm getting you know, prepared to do. But mm -hmm. um, essentially, I just I have my website up, which is www.myfreshessence.com. Um, and they can, people can reach out to me via there. It goes directly to my email to tell me kind of what the concern is. And then we can get on the phone. And I like to do like a discovery call to really get a sense of, you know, have you ever worked with somebody before and what the need is before scheduling something? Um as a dietitian, I am able to take insurance, so I'm credentialed with a couple of insurance companies here in Ohio, um, in addition to some patients who, you know, pay cash because I may not work with their insurance companies. Um, you know, but but really, no matter what the need is, I kind of have a minimum of, you know, we need to have a commitment of working together for at least three months because... <laughs> A one-time consult with a dietitian, you get the information you need, but it's not really enough time for you to really implement it and see if it's going to work and know how to make changes. So in 90 days, you really have that time to do follow-up, see if what was suggested works, make adjustments to it if it's not working so that you leave the process with a plan that you can, like you said, you want something that you can do going forward for a long time. So um, that's pretty much how I work with patients. Okay. Okay. Okay, so if someone wanted to, to use your services, they would have to live in Ohio, correct? <clears throat> right. For any um, like one-on-one -on -one consulting or anything like that, yes, I do offer like meal planning assistance, which is just like a written meal plan with okay. ideas for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. That you don't have to live in Ohio to get because that doesn't involve me actually consulting you. I simply just send a preference list via email you tell me your likes and dislikes and I just make it according to that. Um, but anything else at this point, it would be, you would have to live in the state of Ohio. Oh, okay. Okay. So what, what made you, or what inspired you to do, to start your own business and um, to get started? So I've always, honestly, since a little girl wanted to be entrepreneur, um, oh, okay. You know, when when I was much younger, like middle school, I honestly thought I was going to be a dentist and I was going to open my own. I remember. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, God kind of led me down the path in nutrition and that entrepreneurial spirit was still there. So I actually came up with the idea for a fresh essence about seven years ago. Uh, uh -huh. And and it wasn't until two years ago in the height of the pandemic that it was like, okay, it's time to make this an official business. And it was mainly because, you know, I work full time for a hospital system here in Ohio. And okay. I was kind of seeing how things work in the hospital system in terms of consulting people. And I realized that that probably wasn't the best way um, for people to learn, you know, and, and really get the, the most and the benefit from the service. And then I kept getting calls from people, you know, on my hospital phone like requesting to have private consults with me. So I was like, okay, well, I've gotten several of these calls. I probably should just go ahead and do it. And so yeah. I did. 
Oh, wow. Okay. So like the plant, so you, when someone's in the hospital, you know how they give you all this, like this meal plan, like you only can eat liquid on, you're only on a liquid diet or whatever the case may be. So you recommend when, when someone, um, have been in the hospital that have seen a dietitian to actually follow up with the dietitian after being in the hospital also? So it depends. I mean, if you're diagnosed with something new in the hospital, usually they're going to have a dietitian that works in the hospital come and kind of give you a general rundown of this is what you have and this is how, you know, your food and eating relates to it. Again, that's usually not enough information for you to really, you know, know what's going on, especially because there's so many things happening when you're in the hospital. A lot of times mm-hmm. people forget. So that's why a lot of times we do offer outpatient counseling where you can go sit down with somebody who that's their only job. They're not doing anything in the hospital. They're just sitting one on one, getting personal with you about, you know, your life and your eating and trying to help you navigate, you know, this new condition that that you've you know been diagnosed with. So I think that is beneficial to people when they get diagnosed with something in the hospital but even if it's not a hospital diagnosis if it's something you've been dealing with for years and you're kind Mm -hmm. of you know you're used to using social media or following diet culture um you know a dietitian really can help especially when you're dealing with chronic conditions because they know how food relates to those different medical conditions okay 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 so you know i know a lot of people you know do the keto diet Mm-hmm. And as a dietitian, do you like, you know, like someone like for me that mm-hmm. needs to lose weight and but wants to do it on a healthy side of it mm-hmm. and but, you know, want it off a little fast too. Mm-hmm. Do you recommend, can you, can you say what like you recommend a keto diet to for someone or would you recommend them to come up with the like go through a dietitian like yourself or someone that's in their state or whatever that they're like, you know, licensed to help them to come up with a meal plan, like meal plan that fits their need. So that's a really good question. Yes. And it's a little bit of both actually, because you know, unlike a lot of dietitians, I'm not completely against the ketogenic diet. You know, I, I always look at this from a standpoint of this is what's out there. This is what people are doing. And some people come to me already decided that that's what they're going to do. So as a dietitian, my job is not to say, oh no, you can't do that because this, 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 my job is to help them understand how to do it in the healthiest way possible, because there is a healthy way to do keto and there's a not healthy way to do keto. And so as a dietitian is like, okay, well, if you're going to do this, here's how you should do it to to get the most bang for your book, not just to lose the weight, but to make sure that you're staying healthy. Um, You know, so it depends on the situation. Like I said, if somebody comes to me and that's what they're set on doing, then Mm -hmm. I'm just going to educate them on how to do it to the best of their ability. But I also will ask some questions again about kind of their lifestyle and day-to-day life, because there may be another eating plan that will work better for them that would help them get the results in just as much time. Um, Personally, I'm a bigger proponent of intermittent fasting than the keto diet. Um, okay. You know, but, you know, I try to stay abreast to all the diets that are out there, some of which obviously are really not that healthy. And I will just tell people that. Um, mm-hmm. and, the, and for the most part, you know, I'm just going to kind of let the, the person who I'm consulting, I'm going to let them lead the conversation. If this is what you're going to do, here's how you do it so that you don't, you know, completely ruin your health. <laughs> 
Yeah, because um, I know a lot of people have done that and it's been successful for a lot of people. But then I have heard some stories with others that, you know, has caused other problems. So at one time I was thinking about doing a keto diet, but then when you hear those not so good <clears throat> stories, it has you be hesitant about doing it. But um, to go back, so say if I wanted to use your service for the meal prep, mm -hmm. like you creating a healthy, proper meal um, plan for me. Mm -hmm. Do I would I tell you the medications that I'm taking? Or typically on my questionnaire, I don't ask about medications for meal planning. What I typically ask is like, you know, height, weight, goal weight, you know, what's your food budget? What foods do you like? What foods are you allergic to? You know, um, that type of stuff. Some people do disclose in like the comments, like, you know, I need low carb because I have diabetes, or I need low salt because I have okay. hypertension. Um, and I can adjust, you know, for things like that. But honestly, when I'm writing a meal plan, everybody's getting low carb, <laughs> you know, okay. um, just because it's just better for, for all of us. I mean, I'm not like no carbing people, but you know, I'm always paying attention to how many carbs, how much salt does the calories match what the person is trying to do. You know, those are things yeah. that I factor in anyway, without them telling me. And see, I have a problem with, you know, looking at the back of the box or the packaging because you know at one point I wasn't eating any meat <clears throat> but to find out a lot of the products you know the meatless products has a lot of salt in it mm -hmm. and I, I already retain a lot of fluid <clears throat> so I have to be very mindful of my salt intake so mm -hmm. I really need to utilize your service with the meal plan and with that meal plan <clears throat> how what about the calories like how's that you know mm -hmm. like you know how they'll say okay you can eat you should eat 1200 calories and mm -hmm. but what's the realistic um healthy calorie um intake to someone like me maybe you know a little mm -hmm. overweight i'm gonna say a little overweight but you know but um What's the really like healthy calorie intake should that person do? On the, so the that's a good, that's a good question. So it depends on a couple of things. Um, mm -hmm. I like to calculate calories one based on your current height and weight. And then I compare that to like what your goal weight is. And then when I look at the two ranges, I'm also looking at how active are you and like what stage of life you're in? Because as you get older, you don't need as many calories, even if you are physically active, you know, somebody who's 40 years old, unless they're playing pro football, they usually don't need like 2000 plus calories. So, you know, I'm looking at all of that stuff to determine like, what range should that person be in? And, you know, when I do a meal plan, it really is a range. It's not like every day is 1500 calories. It's, it's an average for the week, you know, that the meal plan may be 1500 calories. Um, and what I'm sending you is not just the ideas for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks, but recipes too, because sometimes people are oh. just like, you know, they can, in their own mind, they can put together, you know, chicken, rice, broccoli, but maybe they want something else, you know, that that's more interesting to do with chicken. So I try to find like, you know, different recipes based on what people tell me if they want smoothies, 
you know, if they want some vegetarian recipes, like I'm looking through the system to find that type of stuff so they can integrate like more foods into their diet that maybe they weren't eating before um, and, and possibly find some new things that they like. Okay. 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 That that's awesome. That's a good thing. And I really need to utilize your service and I know other people that's listening maybe be wanting to to do your do the same thing use your service and let me ask you a question say if a child is um that's like taking i'm gonna say adhd or have behavior problems that may be taking medication Mm -hmm. should they be seeking a dietitian for for meal prep as well because a lot of foods that a lot of food um interact with their medication in the way that they behave Mm -hmm. should if any parent is listening that may have a child that you know experienced any of those things should should they be seeking a dietitian to get the proper um meal plan for their child Yes, I, I would definitely say yes. Um, and most like children's hospitals, you know, in most major cities, they have dietitians that are affiliated with them that will work with parents um, who have kids that have behavior problems or like ADHD, um, even like kids who may have special conditions that require them to be on a specific diet. Um, it is never a bad idea to seek out a dietitian. I mean, that's how a lot of us, you know, particularly who work in the pediatric space, you know, get employed because we, you know, that's what we specialize in is like, you know, I'm going to work with kids who, you know, have Mm -hmm. ADHD or I'm going to work with kids who have epilepsy. And there's certain like diet plans that they usually will teach parents how to incorporate into that child's um, lifestyle. You know, for parents who have picky eaters, same thing. You can seek out a dietitian for suggestions to make sure that they're growing appropriately based on the foods that you can get them to eat and how you can start to incorporate new foods that maybe you weren't able to get them to eat before. Um, that would be how you would utilize a dietitian in that sense. Wow. Wow. You have really gave, given us a lot of inf- good information tonight. And um, it's, you know, you know, you hear your doctors. I know for me, when I go to the doctor, my doctor said, you know, follow up with the dietitian, make sure and because, you know, um, <clears throat> by me having a thyroid issue, I gain weight mm-hmm. and I can eat healthy. I can change my eating. And sometimes my it won't allow me to lose the weight. Mm-hmm. So the last time I went to the doctor, she said, please seek a dietitian so they can get you on the proper meal plan and food that, you know, will help you not to gain weight like how I did because I gained so much weight within a short period of time mm-hmm. and it's not and it's not like um I was trying to mm-hmm. it's just you know my you know condition but I, I really need to do it and um I didn't realize how important it, it is and mm-hmm. it, even with us as an adult, <clears throat> it's important for us to have one, even with kids, so we can, you know, continue to have, so healthy eating could be a lifestyle, not just to lose the weight, not to 
be, you know, oh, I'm gonna do healthy eating for three months and then fall off. And, and, you know, and then if you realize like a lot of the foods that we're eating anyway, it's not good for us because it's so like, it's, it's so much other stuff that's mixed into it mm-hmm. to where it's really not good mm-hmm. for us. Like if you really yes. look at the packaging and mm-hmm. um, look it up, look up this stuff, you'd be like, what in the heck? And I was, I was watching something and it says, you can't pronounce what's in the food. Like you really should not be eating that because that's something that mm-hmm. you don't know what you're eating. That's, that's my motto. I always tell people, look at the ingredients list. If, it, if it's a laundry list of stuff, Mm-hmm. And you can't pronounce half of it, put it back. Just don't yeah. even waste your time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if anybody's listening tonight um, on, on the podcast and that would like to get in contact with um, Asia, how can they reach you? And once again, she's licensed for Ohio. So, mm-hmm. but she can do meal plans for you throughout any states and, you know, whatever but how can they reach you and get in contact with you and everything? Yeah. So my email is info at my And um, you can reach me by phone at 614-245-5280. I'm mm-hmm. also on Instagram as Fresh Essence LLC. Um, and you can also find my Facebook page. It's Asia W D M Freedom and Asia spelled A S H Y A W D M Freedom is um, the Facebook page. Um, any of of those, you know, I will be able to respond right back to you, and we can kind of chat about what your needs are. And you know, if you are somebody that's not in Ohio and you actually need one on one consulting, um, you know, we can help you find a dietitian in your area if it comes down to that. Okay. Okay. And um, once again, I want to thank you for coming on to the Change After 40 podcast and educating us on how important it is to have a dietitian, um, even if it's for a short period of time or some something that you um, do once a year, like how you do like certain doctor visits, you know, treat it as a doctor visit to get you, get, give you that guideline of what type of food the type of foods that that you need to eat along with certain medications so you won't be off balance <clears throat> and I didn't realize how important that is like you know your the food causes you to be off balance sometimes and then that's why sometimes the medication don't really work because sometimes we're eating things that's not properly agreeing with the medication that we're taking exactly. so if you're interested to get in contact with Miss Asia, you can find all the information in the description box. I will post her uh, website information and email information so you can get in contact with her. And once again, I really appreciate you coming on to the Change After 40 podcast. And by this being Women's History Month, I totally appreciate it. And you a, uh, what is it, Black Girl Magic? I'm loving it. I'm so loving it. I'm so proud of you and everything and once again thank you for coming on no problem thank you for having me this came at just the right time because it's also national nutrition month so it's a good time for me to be doing this it is okay 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 all right so i'm i'm happy we we have to do it again maybe we can follow up later you know in the year and Mm -hmm. um you can come back talk yeah we can talk more about diabetes or something like that okay all right thank you no problem all right Mm -hmm. bye-bye